Our desire is to become gospel-shaped people who, in response to the grace received from Christ, follow his example of love and service to others. Exploring this transformation through the reflection of God's word and the experience of others as we go. Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. The Lord's Prayer is to me a a fascinating bit of scripture. A fascinating command from from Christ as it is, as he does say to pray like this. Um, I know that Randy has been uh, leading a series on prayer, and over the last couple weeks has very much emphasized the reflection of the Lord's prayer. And so this week on the on our on the podcast here, I wanted to take a little bit of time just to do that to offer some of my own reflections on the Lord's Prayer, and um, I'm only going to do, as Randy had suggested, I'm only going to do the first line or two to really try to pick apart um, some of this opening part of the prayer. First, I'll provide just a little bit of commentary, just a little bit of my thoughts before really diving into it. Um, The Lord's Prayer to me was always kind of a, a strange thing growing up. I thought of it obviously in the context of oh that's just something that people memorize to have memorized it's a it's kind of a checkmark thing like oh you got to have the lord's prayer memorized we say it before a football game some families say it together at the dinner table you know it just kind of felt like just another thing in scripture to to have memorized but it wasn't until i was probably in maybe college, maybe late high school or early college, that the words of Christ very much jumped out of the page to me when he just says, pray like this. You know, he talks about not babbling, not not, not going on and on and on in your prayer, thinking that you will be heard because of your many words. And I remember kind of when I was looking at that in my college days, laughing, reminiscing to as a young kid, thinking about the people in my church who I didn't want to lead prayers because I knew that they would talk forever. In fact, I'm a little ashamed now to admit it that when I was very young, my least favorite night of the uh, of the month, I don't remember if it was the second or third Sunday of the month, but it was when we would do prayer night. And it's because people would lead these excruciatingly long prayers. And for a young boy, that was that was difficult. I obviously see the benefit in that now. Um, but that was tough at the time. But it really wasn't until those words jumped out at me. Pray like this. It, it was a command. And suddenly to me, the Lord's Prayer was not just simply set of words to memorize, a phrase to bring up at random. It was a command. It was a guide. Christ saying, you, prayer is so important and you need it. 
you need to stay connected to me. You need to stay connected to my father. So pray like this. And from that day on, the Lord's Prayer has been what typically shapes most of my prayer life. Um, when I was working as the youth minister, I would tell the kids when we would talk about prayer that your prayer you know, ought to, ought to mimic what's going on here in, in the Lord's Prayer. And we're going to break down some of that here. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what it's been to me. Is it's been it's been a guide, it's been a command. So, I want to spend just a minute talking about um, the opening to this prayer and really, really picking apart some of these words and reflecting on them. So, all I'm going to get through is our Father who is in heaven. The first word I want to pick apart is just our. I think that there's so much here. Our, it to me the words that jump out are collective or togetherness. This idea that you know we have a father collectively, and we are together in this. He is not just my father; he is a father to all, and he's not just a father to the perfect. He's not just a father to the righteous, but to the unrighteous as well. That it doesn't matter who you are, where you've come from, what you've done, or what you are doing. You can't really escape the title of. You can't really. You can't really escape the the uh, inclusion of the word "our." It's together, all of us together. Our. Obviously, following that is Father. Our Father. Father in a lot of different ways. Our Heavenly Father. So I think about, when I think about a father, I think about someone who is guiding, someone who is nurturing. And when I combine that with our, like our Father, Him looking out for all of us together, that every action that He is taking is Him thinking about, caring for, and acting on behalf of all of his children. He's taking care of everyone at the same time. That's amazing to me. Um, many people grow up with, without good fathers. Or without fathers at all. And there's nothing about our God that says he can't step in and fill those roles too. Of an earthly father and a heavenly father. All at once. There's a ton more. They're just thinking about the word father, but the, th the first things that come to my mind are guide and protector, just someone who just understands, someone who just understands you, understands your thoughts, your feelings, what you're going through, and how you can come out of it. Uh, the last few words I am going to kind of cheat just a little bit, but combine together who is in heaven. I wrote down on my notes, he's in heaven preparing for me. And I think when I close my eyes and I think about him and I think he's in heaven, he's preparing a place for me, he's preparing a room for me. But at the same time, that while even though he is in heaven, 
that he's that he's present there but he's present here too and that's what makes him that omnipotent god that omnipresent god who can be present in heaven and present with me in my day-to-day circumstances i loved what darren said last week about how god in the gospel is present in small things and present in large things as well the huge catastrophic events in my life or the huge uplifting and joyful moments of my life god is present there the small mundane day-to-day grind he's present there too and just because he is in heaven doesn't mean that he is not with me he is in heaven and he is also with me i don't know how really to put this to words but to me in some ways it just makes sense when i think about it that if he is in heaven how can he not be present in all other places as well if you can go there how can you not go and be in all other places so really only the first line is what we get through but there's just so much here is so full our father who is in heaven there's a lot of comfort just in that first phrase and if i had to pick if i had to pick one word there are certainly many but if i had to pick just one word to describe the first line of the lord's prayer it might be that to me at least it might be comfort comfort or protection secure our father who is in heaven it's it's really great stuff um i'm having trouble like just flowing with my words right now just because even though i prepared ahead of time you know my mind is still wandering and 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 thinking about all the different implications of just some of these simple words of this prayer but just to really kind of tie it all back together um prayer is is an essential i think to living a gospel-shaped life i don't know how you could ever hope to live a gospel-shaped life if you as has been mentioned before on this on this podcast that from other people that how can you be shaped by the gospel if you have no relationship with the one who would do the shaping i think that's been a consistent theme that we can't really hope to be the shaper of our own gospel lives but we have to let god we have to let christ in and how can we hope to do that if we don't have a relationship with them and prayer is one of our best and main tools and abilities to commune with our father to commune with Christ, to commune with the Spirit, to let our, to then allow ourselves to be shaped by the gospel. Um, there was a, an interesting thing that I heard from uh, another fellow believer today of them just talking about that you know you are what you become, you you are what you think about, what you think about will be what you become. So we need to think about Christ. We need to commune. With Christ, we need to commune and pray to God, and that needs to be the thing that we meditate on, that we pray about, that we pray to, that we talk to. And the Lord's Prayer is an excellent tool to use. It's a wonderful way 
to shape your prayer life. You know, it doesn't mean that we have to sit here and every time I pray, I have to say the words, Our Father, who is in heaven. For me, as I just said, if I'm thinking about the words protector or comfort, maybe I start my prayer by just saying, Father, you are my comfort. Father, you are my protector. Letting the the Lord's Prayer shape my words and shape the way that I pray. Um, I will probably be spending the next um, couple weeks uh, breaking down the Lord's Prayer. I may uh, take some bigger chunks next week and the week after. Give people a little bit of time to to rest from me bugging them and asking them to, to come here and talk to me. Plus, give people a little bit of time just to thaw out from all the the winter weather and, and recover from that. But I'm very much looking forward to um, being able to sit down and, and reflect uh, more keenly on, on different parts of this prayer. And I hope that this has been encouraging to you. And I would encourage you, just as Randy said before, to take time to dig into this prayer, to reflect on it, even if it's just taking one word and spending an entire day thinking about it. Think about our what does that mean to us? Think about Father. What does that mean to you? Um, yeah, <laughs> this is good stuff. Well, uh, thank you for taking time to to listen, and uh, I hope that uh, that you allow these simple some of these simple things to shape and guide your prayer life as we go along, and that you are able to allow this to shape you to a gospel.